Hello. Hello, everybody. This is heavy. <laughs> yeah, this is a serious episode that we're going to be dealing with uh, today. Um, not a fun movie we watched, um, but a major blind spot that we're finally getting cleared out of the way. We have yet to have covered any Iranian films on the film room, and that's a huge, huge, huge gap in our uh, viewing. It is, yes. Big time. And so we finally stepped in and got that fixed. We watched uh, Asghar Farhadi's uh, masterpiece, um, at least that's how it's viewed by people, and uh, also really by me, frankly, I'm just going to get that out of the way. Uh, Separation, the 2011 winner for Best uh, Foreign Language Film, a, a very, very serious movie, not a fun movie at all. No, no. Very bleak film, uh, but... Yeah, I, did, I did not pick up one bit of comic relief in that. No, there's really not. This is no. This is a very painful movie. However, it's a very necessary movie. I, I, again, it's not a fun sit, but it's a needed sit. As I said, I, I referred to Iranian cinema as a major blind spot uh, from us, and that's because I, I don't think people really think about how in extremely strong the Iranian film market is. Um uh, Iran, Iran is producing a lot of very distinct, very diverse filmmakers. Um, a lot of very strong worldviews are coming out of there. Marjan uh, Satrapi is from there. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it would have been very easy for us to do Persepolis, but we kind of think a lot of people have done it. Te also, technically, that's a French film, but even though it's steeped in... Uh, well, I mean, it's about, it's about growing up in Iran. It's so. about the Iranian Revolution. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, we do recommend it. Um, I, re I also recommend the um, the graphic novel if you can get your hands on it. It's, the graphic novel is incredible. You'll, I read it in a it's night. It's wonderful. Uh, I read both parts because I read it in a complete volume, and I read it in a night. Um, it needs to be read in the complete volume. Um, oh, God, yes. Yeah, uh, oh, that's so good. Um this is, um, of course, Farhadi is in the news because the the ban has uh, the travel ban. The travel ban kept him from attending the Oscars, or at least it was going to. As that's currently suspended, I'm not sure what the status is. For right now, it's dead. Like, yeah, but I mean, his status it may still be complex. Uh, yeah. Um, my hope is that he does get to make it to the Oscars. Um, I hope so. Like, what's his film this year that he's... Uh... I forget the name of it. It was very I mean, it was very acclaimed. Um, it was definitely a film that was well-liked. It's my regret that I don't have it at my hands. Let me let me see. I'll, I'll look it up. Right. Please do, because we need that information. Uh, the Salesman. The Salesman. Yes, 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 yes. That's Because it, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a riff on Arthur Miller, which is interesting, because this movie majorly made me think of Arthur Miller. Hmm. I've heard that movie is fantastic. I, I've heard that's great. Did uh, If you're looking at IMDb, did he do anything between this and that one? Uh, between, yeah. he's He did uh, one in 2013 called The Past. Oh, yes, yes. I've heard very good things about that. Oh yeah, that was the I, I've I've heard about that one actually. Now that I think about it, uh, yeah, and he currently has another project in the works. It's good as yet untitled. Good because yeah. I actually would like to see some more of his stuff. Um, as I said, I I was very impressed with this film. Um, so yeah, so he's been in the news, and we felt okay. That's the angle to take, and this was the film we chose to go with. Let's just I'm going to say right now that we're going to go much lighter on spoilers than we usually do, like yeah. to the point of. 
more or less stopping discussing it on the air um, at the halfway point because we do want you to see this. This mm-hmm. is pro- yeah. I mean, admittedly, the crowd that we're pitching this cast to, y'all probably you've got better odds of seeing it than we than the usual, but still. Yeah. We will say, like, one of the major caveats of this cast is that, uh, along with this, uh, we did donate uh, our entire month's Patreon proceeds to uh, the ACLU. Yes, we did. The work that they did in terms of fighting this was brilliant and admirable. So, anyway, that with that said, let's uh, let, let's get our thought. Let's get to the film because um, this is going to be a quicker cast, probably than the norm. I would expect. Just because we can't insert any clips, um, as you point out, right. this, this movie is—it's this was—it's uh, not a fun movie. Um, the film was released in 2011 in the United States. Um, it topped Roger Ebert's penultimate best of the year list. Actually, it was his—he—he—he uh, he, he thought it was a great film that was going to endure through the ages. Yet another example of Ebert really, really paying attention to world cinema. He was really a, a fan of it. The film did win Best Foreign Language Film. It also got a nomination for Best Original Screenplay. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, nice. I'm not completely sure what won that year, though if indeed it was The Artist, then I'm just going to be feeling sad. I like The Artist, uh, but no. Um, oh, Best Original Screenplay went to Woody Allen for Midnight in Paris. Uh, right. No, no, this is this is better than that. Um, though I actually... This is the last time I'm going to say anything nice about Woody Allen on this damn cast. I liked Midnight yeah. in Paris. It is a good movie, but yeah. So this is... As I said, this is... It's, it's, it's a very... This is a very simple movie. Uh, it's two hours long, but it's really one very contained situation. It is, yes. You know, something that I like to see in films, uh... It's like, any given moment, I had no clue where this was going. Yeah, you really never know where this is going to go. You never know what's going to be revealed. Because there's a lot of revelations. The The back-of-the-box plot synopsis barely tells you what's going on. The basics of it are this. Um, there is a couple that is getting divorced, and I'm going to get their names as right as I can. Dang it. The couple is Nadir and Samin. Uh, Payman Moadi played Nadir, and uh, Leila Hatami played Samin. They're both fantastic in this movie. They're both incredible. They are looking to get a divorce because he wants to stay in. uh, He wants to stay in Iran with his father, who is uh, dying of Alzheimer's disease. She wants to leave. I don't think the movie ever makes it clear where she wants to leave to, does it? Yeah, no, it it's really, really vague about that. Yeah. All she all we know is from the beginning, the film opens with them in front of not a lawyer, but like a judge. A judge, yeah. Yeah. She's she's asking for a divorce because he won't go with her because of father and she also wants to take their daughter. But the daughter won't go. Yeah, the daughter won't go. And she has, like, 40 days left on her visa. Mm-hmm. And that's about all we know. And, you know, she never does leave the country throughout the film. No. Instead, she leaves him and goes to stay with her parents for a time. Hence the title. Right. Right. It's separation, yes. And kind of the 
circumstances that uh, spring from that decision on her part. Yeah. Uh, because he is forced to hire a caregiver for her for his father because he can't be there. Come to think about, we never we never find out what he does for a living, do we? Not really. <clears throat> well, I think uh, it's like suggested that uh, yeah, the synopsis says that he's a uh, a bank employee. We I don't think we ever get much more than maybe a yeah. If that's a reference, yeah. Right, because they they kind of show. Like him in front of a bank window at one point, but it's like, is he talking to a customer or is he talking to a, another bank employee? Yeah. It's, yeah, it is kind of a little vague. Mm hmm. But he finds himself in this situation where, you know, he has to hire a caregiver, and the woman that he hires is a young, very religious woman named, named Razia, who is played by, I'm really going to get this actress's name right because that is a. a, a uh, she's played by Sharae Bayat. I, I hope I got that right. And she, we know that she's poor. We know that she's from a suburb. We know that she has a very young daughter. We know that her husband is very broke. He owes a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, he has, he has creditors after him. Yeah, he's done time in debtor's prison and does during the movie. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky, tricky situation. She's very religious. She's not very comfortable dealing with the fact that the father, you know, he wets himself, for example, and that really bothers her. He, the father, the Alzheimer's is very severe for him. Yes, they established that pretty quick. Like he, they'll ask him a question, a second later he'll, or he'll ask a question, a second later he'll just forget. Mm -hmm. he, he's not a well man. He's not a well man. Um... Which makes all of this even more painful. So you have all of this going on. This this just this very, very, very tough situation that there's just I don't know. I mean, where where do you even go with this uh, tricky, tricky situation that these characters are in? And uh like the first day that she taking care of the house, she's kind of like I think she knows about the situation with the grandfather but she's not really prepared for it mm -mm, she's not like she like she thought basically that she would have to she wouldn't have to do much with him like he'd just be sleeping all day or something and he's the opposite he's roaming uh at one point he leaves at one very important point in the movie he leaves the house um she has to go find him she winds up in traffic yeah one of the one of the things that he has retained is that he goes to get the paper every now and then and they have to either tell him hey the paper is in your room or you know or i'll go get it for you but yeah he leaves the house to go down the street and get a paper yeah so there's that there's that very and so she has to go find him and it's important to note by the way at this point that she's pregnant another important point is you don't really know this until like the daughter that scene with her and her daughter where yeah. she's like listening to her stomach and it's like cuz she is she is hidden under a few layers of clothing yes 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 again a very key plot point for what's to come it's just it's just a very tense situation uh at one point she tries to have her husband come in to do it but uh to take over uh the husband hojot i'm hojot i'm i'm really not getting mm -hmm. the pronunciation right i am so sorry i am 
I'm trying yeah. to get this right. Um, um, the film is in Persian, by the way. Uh, it's 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 that's the language. Yes, it's Persian. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so my, my pronunciation is going to be bad, and I really do apologize for that. Um, but um, as I said, there's so she one day she goes in. She has to go find him. She goes into traffic, and she gets hit. Yeah, does, is that even shown on film? No. Yeah. It, it's, I, don't, I didn't think so. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. There's a lot in this movie that's not shown directly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It just kind of, it comes up later. And, well, I think one of the major themes of this film is, you know, it's all about this dispute. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, a lot of it is, you know, uh, he said, she said, like it's 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 a plot based a lot around hearsay. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to that a little. Let's 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 hold off on getting that because I want to get to that in real depth. Right, right. In real depth, uh, but I want to kind of finish laying out the plot first, just so that people know what they're getting into. So yeah, what happens is the next day Nadir comes home, discovers money missing. At the same time that he discovers that his father has been tied up to the bed, and that uh, Razia has left the house with a with a tie, with a tie, the father is nearly dead when they find him. Yeah, Razia has left the house. We don't know what where she's gone. It's not completely clear mm-hmm. uh, until much later, and even then, it it's not completely certain what happened in that moment. Right. Again, so much of this movie is left up to your interpretation. You have to decide. Um I never thought about that bit, but yeah, you're right. We 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 more or less find out, but there's but then there's kind of a question of okay, how much did we really know? What did what was really learned from that? This mm-hmm. is oh, this is such a complicated movie. I love movies where you have to actually be an astute viewer. Um yeah, and this demands that. Um, so, so that's what. Ha- so that happens, and you know he leaves. Uh, there's, uh, you know, he discovers this. He also discovers that money is missing. He doesn't realize that the wife, that his uh, wife, uh, there was there were movers in the house, mm-hmm. and she yeah. had to pay them extra money. That's right, because they were they were complaining about the. Uh... Um, having to go up an extra floor. So she paid them. He doesn't know that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's a very, very key point. But it's so subtle it could easily get missed. God, this is such this is such a well-interlocked film. It really is. Oh yeah, nothing happens in this movie that doesn't matter. Right. So in the midst of this, he gets into a fight with... Uh, uh, Nadir gets into a fight with Raja. He pushes her and she falls and she has a miscarriage yeah and that's that's the point that's the point at which the setup ends and and the rest of the film begins and that's where we're going to leave the plot synopsis because the entire rest of the film is about figuring out the truth of what really happened what did everybody know when what did ever what real what caused things did he did he know that she was pregnant? Did he? Did the miscarriage happen because of the fall or the car? 
we don't we don't ever really get firm answers. We get answers, right. but we're left to interpret if we really think that they're the right ones. But that's really what this entire movie is about, is the idea of truth and of trying to get to the truth. Um, really, in a sense, the title is kind of a, uh, a misnomer, because that's not really what this movie is about. Yeah, the separation, yeah. Th- this really isn't a movie about these people being separated. It's really a movie about... I mean, it's really a movie about a lot of other ideas. Um, the, 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 the pending potential divorce is a big deal. But even there, though, it does kind of go to, to another question, which is, was the wife really going to leave him? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot to do with uh, ethics in this film. Like, uh, you know, because there's immediately, you know, like there are going to be no winners in this situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is not a movie that's going to end happily. No, this is this is not this is not a like uh, everybody's kind of on moral morally dubious ground here. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's not you know, it's not even about you know who wins or loses because nobody wins. <laughs> yeah, nobody wins. Nobody can win. Yeah, nobody can win. You know that like from the get go. Like as far like as soon as uh, the miscarriage happens as soon as, you know, they start, like, the two families start arguing with each other. It's like, oh, wow, no. No, nothing good is going to happen here. Yeah. And indeed, nothing good does happen here. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the hard truth of this movie is nothing mm-hmm. good happens. There, there is yeah. There is no comfortable, okay... They get out of this. No, no, no. This is... It does have a resolution, mind, but it's not comfortable or easy. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, Even going forward. And that's that's what I think makes this such a... That's what makes this such a movie that you have to be paying attention to. I mean, I, I've always found that foreign films, just by their very nature, require us to pay attention closely because, you know, we have to be... Mm-hmm. Because we don't speak the language, but even if I did speak fluent Persian, I would still have to pay attention because every tiny detail counts in this movie. Yeah. There is no information that is introduced in this movie that doesn't double back around. There is no line that's spoken that doesn't at some point come to matter. Yeah. And that's pretty, it's kind of rare, actually. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's fascinating to see though it really is um it is such a complicated film too in terms of the fact that as i said we don't get to ever really get a clear answer i mean do you feel like the answers that we are given do you feel like they're satisfying in any way um i'm hard pressed <laughs> yeah i kind of am too I mean- there are some that kind of are like some truths do come out, mm-hmm. you know, some moments where you're like, well, yeah, that's probably the truth. And, you know, and at, on each side, exactly. Uh, there's a, there's like exactly one thing that's like, okay, that's true. And, you know, cause I don't think we even see the, the disputed moment either where like she, what she gets she supposedly gets pushed down the stairs yeah we don't really see it if it does it's so quick it's subconscious 
And, and that yeah, kind of goes to the core of what this movie does, which is it keeps so much important stuff off screen. Yeah, it makes you kind of go, really? Wait, did that happen? Like, we saw the scene, but did he really do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, God, very well done. Yeah, and by the way, it was released in Iran in 2011, so yes, it's a 2011 yeah. movie. Um, it really, and I, I think that's interesting, because when you're making a film... You have the choice to be omniscient or limited, as this movie is. And when a director does go limited, it's for one of two reasons. Number one, they want to cheat the viewer. Or, in this case, they want us to think about what we're not seeing. Right. 99 times out of 100, it's going to be the former. They're cheating us deliberately so that they can get shock moments. But this movie is entirely about the fact that we can't know. And I think one of the most interesting ideas that the movie has is the idea that even the characters don't know. Even the ones that were there through all of it, they don't know. Yeah. It's, this is, you know, and this is kind of, this happens all the damn time, like, uh, in real life. You know, sometimes we just can't know. Sometimes we just won't know, ever. There have been many fights that I've been in where I can't really tell you exactly what the truth is. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, one of the key ideas of the movie is that Nadir is such an emotional person. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's he's very fiery. He's very passionate, and it makes sense that maybe even he's not clear about did he really, did he really know everything? Because one of the key ideas of the movie is did he know that she was pregnant? And it goes back yeah. and forth as to did he or didn't he? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that's also another scene where uh, it's like, was he really listening to that conversation? Yeah, was he really listening? Was he listening? Did he really hear it? He seems to have, but he also doesn't seem to have. When did he get this information? Because the thing is, and this is an idea that I really love in drama, the mind is not a steel trap. It's not a recorder. It's a very imperfect device. It's a mash of fat and muscle and tissue. It doesn't, and nerve fibers. It's not a recorder. It's imperfect. It's alterable. And that's an idea that the movie does play with. And the more, you know, scientifically uh, proven, like the more you try to remember an event, the more you actually alter it in the process of remembering it. Exactly. That's, and, th- and that's something that really we see happen in this movie. And it it's fascinating, and it it happens with the very fiery, flamboyant Nadir, and it also happens with the very quiet and restrained Razia, because we see her really trying to figure out the truth, and we don't know. We don't we again we don't know what caused things, but we know that we have doubt. But we know that she has doubts, and we know that we have doubts too. I think it's interesting that the only character who seems any kind of certain about what's going on is a character that was completely out of it, uh, Hojot. But why is he so certain that, oh, you must be guilty, you must be guilty? Because the thing is, if he is in fact guilty, then that's going to make it better for him. That's going to make his situation better. It's also an ethical quandary. It is, because they need the money. Uh, It's... Strongly implied that Nadir and Samin and uh, their daughter Terme are fairly well off. That that they have a decent amount of money. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so they may not need the money, 
but this family might. This is a this is a family that's in need. That's a tricky situation. That's a tricky quandary that the movie plays with. There's even the there's even that key moment in the film where Terme is trying to do a, practice for a language test and uh the father tells her what a correct uh term is and she's like but that's not what the teacher said and he said well you should just take it and be wrong and you know know that you did the correct thing even if you lose points for it right that's kind of the yeah yeah it's kind of the movie flashing a beacon at what its message is which is the complexity of that god this is really a good movie um we also got to talk about how well made this movie is because this is a really greatly made movie. Um, I noticed that the camera work in it is very, it's almost as if there's a, a person in the room. It's very shaky. Yeah. It's like you're, you're in the room with it, with these characters. Uh, it follows them down the stairs. Uh, it's, there's no steady cam in this movie. Um, like in the first scene where they're talking to the judge, it feels like you're in the judge's seat. Which I'm, yeah. you know, was the yeah. intent. I, I, I think it's interesting that there's a mirror scene then at the end where we do see the uh, judge's perspective, or we do see like a clear shot of the judge, and it's it's almost like we've gained distance um, mm-hmm. in, in the last shot of the film. Um, but it's it's a very shaky film. It's it's a very the the camera is not steady at any point in this movie. It jerks. It it flings you through the room, and that's really effective as hell. Here. It is, yeah. Uh, Farhadi knows his shot composition. Uh, it, this is a this is a really good looking movie. Yeah. Oh God, that that final shot in the film though. Oh, uh, it's painful. It, yeah. It, it's painful. One thing that I will spoil is that no, the marriage does not survive the movie. No, no. And it's interesting because at first it seems like maybe these two could have worked it out if they could just resolve this issue. By the end of it, though. Nadir has exposed himself as such a flawed, broken person. Mm-hmm. Then no, they shouldn't stay together. No, this is this is the correct ending, but it's it's really jarring, and it's really unsettling. It's really painful. Um, the divorce is the correct decision, and I like that the movie doesn't let us off the hook. It, it makes us feel the pain of that. Uh, so I think the acting in this movie is just incredible. Uh, you know, I, 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 I really get annoyed by the way with people who are like, I can't fairly judge the acting in a uh, foreign language film. <laughs> I don't think you have to be able to speak the words. I think you have to be able to... No. Yeah, to feel the intensity of the performance, you don't have to. I thought of that during the movie. Because these are very intense performances. Uh, yeah. All uh, five of the main actors are fantastic. Um, uh, the actress that plays Terme is, in fact... Uh, that's the one name that I'm getting right just because it's so distinctly spoken throughout the movie. It was actually played by uh, Serena Farhadi. Uh, this appears to be her last film to date, by the way. But she is the director's daughter. Which is kind of an interesting thing to think about. That, uh, that yeah, that's, that's his daughter in the movie. Um, and she's very good. She gives a very good performance. She was actually older than the uh, character was by a pretty good margin. Uh, but as I said, I, the performances are just really fantastic in this movie. They they really are. Um, so much energy, so much passion, and you feel it. You feel the situation so intensely, and that's re- really amazing to watch. Um, I just I 
I, I also really love the glimpse this movie gives into Iranian culture. Let's be blunt. Let's be blunt. Western depictions of Iran have no resemblance to uh, depictions of Iran by Iranians. It's fascinating to me. Like, I, like I know this is a small, silly thing, and it should be obvious to anybody who actually understands you know, that Middle Eastern culture isn't actually like it's depicted in the movies, but the way that the father just dotes on his daughter so much and encourages her education. That's a small thing, and it should be obvious to anybody who assumes that, you know, it's it's really, but he does, he, he is shown as very clearly encouraging her education, because, you know, this is the real world, and in the real Iran, that is kind of how it goes. You know, there, it, Iran is a modern country, but sometimes I swear it's... Depi- I swear sometimes I see Western depictions of it, and it's as if it's Arabian Nights. Right, which is extremely offensive. Unbelievably offensive. It should not be something that I have to stop and note. That, gee, a modern country is a modern country. The technology shown in the movie is modern technology. I mean, it's... Yeah, they have smartphones. They have smartphones. <clears throat> it's Iran. It's present-day Iran. It, the movie was made in 2010. I, it looks like 2010. I mean, these shouldn't... But again, that's just how badly Westerners botch it. Yeah. I also think the movie's depiction of religion... It occurred to me as I was uh, driving this morning that if you were to move this movie to the Deep South, would it be any different? Yeah. No. Would it? Would this movie be one bit different if you moved it to the Deep South. Like, just, if you moved it to the Deep South, change the names, change the language, change the religion, would this movie be one bit different? I really don't think it would be. I mean, because it, it really, the, the themes are so universal in this movie. The ideas of family and of right and wrong, and right and wrong are such universal ideas. And, and that's what I love... And that's what I love about this movie. It's a very universal film. Yeah. <sighs> By the way, side note, I am not calling for a remake of this movie. I want to underline that. Oh, no, no, no. J- just because I'm pointing out that it's a universal idea doesn't mean I'm thinking it needs to happen. I'm pointing out the universality of it. I would never in a billion years want to see a remake. Remakes of foreign films within 10 years of the original coming out are, with very limited exceptions, a bad idea. And for the record, David Fincher ain't getting off the hook either uh, for that. Um, I've seen one version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I didn't need another. No. Okay, Let Me In gets to be a weird example, but that's just because that was such a well-made movie. I did see the, uh, the American version of that, and I... Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, either see one version or the other, but you really don't need to see both. No, because they are so similar. But, uh, but I also like that the writer's approach to it is, I got lucky, I got two great movies based on my book. Right. Well, the writer's dead, though. The, uh, of uh, of uh, Let Me In. Let Me In. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, the writer's dead, that which has caused no end of trouble. Yeah. By the way, you can tell the writer is dead because the last book feels like a first draft that was just crapped out. Yeah. <sighs> no, I. What? What? Uh, me and I don't think I've seen the American version of that. I think I saw what the right one in 
both versions are strong. Both versions are great. Um, but getting back to this movie, we don't need an American remake. We don't need an American retelling. As universal as the story is, it's also very steeped in uh, Muslim culture. It is. And it is. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, like, there are a lot of key points in the film uh, that involve, like, uh, uh, you know, swearing on a Quran or swearing on you know, ancestors, uh, but how, just, you know, but how different is that from, but how different is that from Christianity? Right. Like swearing on a Bible. There's nothing, there's nothing all that different, really. I mean, there is, as, as I said, I mean, you really, it, it's the idea of it is, I guess the idea of it is it's, a, it's contrasting a more conservative Orthodox couple with a modern couple that's such a fascinating idea i guess that's right i never thought of it that way but yeah there's just there really is so much guys this is this is really a hell of a film i'm i'm really really recommending the hell out of it i i cannot stress that enough um but like one of her dilemmas in wanting to not have the job after she takes it is you know he she tries to see if he can change himself and obviously after he has like Sold himself, and obviously he can't. So she has to call. Uh, she has to call. Is a hotline. Yeah, a hotline to to ask if uh, like taking care of this older man is a sin. Like basically uh, uh, helping him dress, which is fascinating because it would wouldn't seem to be for anybody else. But I yeah, mean, but, it's, but but it's but again, that's a modern perspective. That's. A modern Western perspective. There's just there's just so much great in this movie. I, I I really I really kind of can't stress that enough. How much there is in this movie that I admired. Uh, the uh, one thing I will say is the movie does put a strong emphasis on the value of the unborn. That is of course a debate that we are having in the West to this day. So, oh yeah, eternal, eternal, and we will always have that debate. We will always have that debate. Um. I don't know. This is just this is such a complex film. I I mean, it really is. Um as I said, it's not a fun movie. Um which kind of which kind of makes me happy that we have a comedy lined up for our next movie, but uh yes, good. Yes. But um uh, but anyway, I just I don't know. This is a this is a complicated movie and I'm glad I watched it. Um I I, I honestly, you said it had 99% at Rotten Tomatoes. I would really have to rack my brain to think about something about this movie that bugged me. I don't want to sound hyperbolic, but are you really... I'd have to rack my brain. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, I it was captivating. Like, I watched it um, after a long day. Um, <clears throat> well, a long evening, rather. And, uh, you know, a point which I should have been, like... Barely paying attention, really. Yeah, and... Uh, it held my attention for the entirety of two hours. Me too. Me too. I I, I was I was spellbound. Um, I uh, I I I barely touched my phone during it, and it, even then it was just to look up quick things. Um, this is this is something really special. This is something that we really really do hope. It's not hard to find. Uh, Sony Pictures Classics released it, so it's very easy to find. You can get it on YouTube. Yeah, I I watched it through YouTube. Uh, it's very easy to find. It's it's easy to find at your library. Uh, it, it's it really is. Um, this is a fantastic film, and I wish we had 
I wish we had gotten to it earlier. As I said, I know this is a shorter cast than the norm, but we really want to leave this one for, for one that y'all discover for yourselves. This is, this is, this is cinema, uh, as it should be. So, yeah. So, yeah. So those are my thoughts. Um, I love that we can do the wrap up this, uh, easily, but before we get to the wrap up, let's talk about what we're doing next. And I'm going to do a little bit of an introduction for this one. So, Everybody last week that decided to go nuts with the uh, hashtag, uh, you know, can- cancel Netflix. Uh, I am not aware of this. Okay, for those who are unaware, people flipped out last week upon the discovery that Netflix is doing a series based on the movie Dear White People. Oh, they are? Yes, they are. Ten episodes, Ooh. 30 minutes apiece. Uh, Justin Simeon, uh, the writer-director, is behind the show. God, Yes. So, Holy crap, yes. Yes, which will be debuting shortly. Uh, so, y'all are all upset about this. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? It was real easy for me to get my hands on the DVD from the library. Next week, we're doing Dear White People. Yes, I own that movie. Um, I put I put money into the production of that movie. We There is an existing review already of the movie up on the site, but it's time for me to watch it, and it's time for us to give a, a good take on it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did do the review of that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did a review. This was one of the first things we did for the film room lobby, um, That's which is right. no longer existent. Uh, <laughs> first, it was replaced by something better. <laughs> yes, it was. But, yeah, we, two white guys, are going to watch Dear White People. Dear White People, yes. We're looking, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm in the mood for a laugh. Um, mm. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. And I... Uh, yeah, I've and I uh, have been wanting to rewatch it. Uh, so great excuse. Yeah, I, it's I'm in the mood for a comedy. I, I'm in the mood for a comedy, and I'm well aware that this. For those who heard the "I'm in the mood for a laugh" thing, it's a comedy. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a comedy. That's why I want to watch it because I want to laugh at something. So. Oh yeah, I mean it's still about a serious issue, but, but. <laughs> The best way to handle serious issues sometimes is through comedy. But, uh, so that's that. Um, we want to thank our patrons. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Um, um, yeah. Uh, thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, thank you, Sean from No Totally. And thank you, Barack. Yep. Well, this, again, this was one that... We 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 will we'll, we're going to get to some. Uh, I, I hope that we can cover some other Middle Eastern cinema this year. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there, it really is a strong portion of the world for cinema, and it's a shame we haven't gotten to it uh, yet. Um, Iran especially has like a great uh, film culture. Like yeah, Iran is we briefly mentioned. You know, Iran they they publicly fund some of their films. Yeah, um, I do believe this might be one of those. No, it's not actually. He didn't it's have not? to go. Oh. He he did not have to go for public. But that's only because he didn't have to go for public financing. He was able to get to raise the funds himself, very easily. Pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, because he's very successful overseas. Uh, let me check to make sure of that because I'm almost certain that he didn't. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, it was made without government support. Uh, the financing what wasn't hard to get because his previous film had been a hit but anyway thanks y'all um till next time all right